Yep, we got the old Murphy Minute. There was a little bit of debate uh, whether we should change the name. And uh, there's really no reason to change the name right now. Because, well, it's not, it's not that big. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm saying. Uh, so I, I, I'm going through and I'm looking at, uh, you know, some Chicago, the greatest Chicago Bears players at every position. And I try to narrow it down and it, you just can't. I mean, who, who are you going to take? Gail Sayers or Walter Payton? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's tough. It is tough. I mean, you know, Sweetness, he had, you know, greatest of all time running back. You know, but may, I don't know. It's like, that's tough, you know, to take it over, you know, to Kansas Comet. That's tough. I, I think we can narrow down the tight end to Mike Ditka. I mean, we had Greg Olson. He didn't really do shit for us. You know, I mean, he did, but he didn't. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm sure there was some Emery Moorhead. And uh, there had been a couple, but, you know, we're going to narrow that down. To, uh, I'm pretty sure we can narrow down the quarterback real fucking quick. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, granted. So, Jim McMahon's not the greatest Chicago quarterback of all time. Just because he won... With the 85 Bears, doesn't make him the greatest quarterback of all time. Not for the Bears, anyway. You're going to have to go with Sid Luckman, you know what I mean? Uh, he won four NFL titles in 12 seasons, you know what I mean? Like, he was the Brady before Brady was Brady. No, I'm saying? You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. Well, in 12 tries, he found that fucking dog four times. Um... Some other ones. You're not another hard one linebacker. It's like that's tough. The Bears have had some phenomenal linebackers. Um, you know, I would, you're going back to the running back. You know, you could also put in Bronco Nagurski. You know, it's like you know, I, that's going to be a tough one. That that might be a podcast all in itself. Who's the greatest Chicago Bears running back of all time? So we'll leave that one. I think we might even leave the the linebacker. You got Erlacher, Singletary, uh, Doug Atkins, Bill George. You know, I mean, there's some bad mother truckers up on there. So we're going to leave that. Uh... Oh, man, it's tough. Defensive end. Now, everybody's going to be like, oh, Cleo Mack's the greatest. Well, Cleo Mack ain't done a goddamn thing. You know what I mean? What, what has he done? You know, don't get me wrong. He wins last year, the opening game versus Green Bay, when Aaron Rodgers came out at halftime. It was lit up. Looked like he went. He was you know hanging out with Charlie Sheen after he got hurt and was hitting banging seven-gram rocks. His fucking eyes. Re, re, rewatch that video. That interview after the game. Tell me that motherfucker wasn't lit. You know what I mean? They gave him some shit. But, you know, Favre did it for 20 years. And he got fucking NFL fucking goddamn MVP, what, four times? So apparently, you know, Green Bay's... But the Bears, yeah, fuck. We're not going to cheat. 
Man, I wouldn't give a fuck if you motherfuckers were popping fucking goddamn Cavassier. I don't give a shit. Let's do some winning, son. Alright, I digress. That was a different one. Um, you got Dent. Def- you know, defensive end. You got Dent. Um, man. You know. They've had, you know. They've had some fucking pretty good... The defensive end is hard. Because... Shit, the, the defense, the quarterback is the easiest by far, by a long fucking shot. You know what I mean? But, but let's go with safety. Who, who do you think for safety? Um, man, shit, I didn't even think you got Red Grange, dude. You also got Red Grange, the Galloping Ghost. That's another running back. I think number one of all time of everybody involved in this number one all the time, you gotta say George Ellis. You know what I mean? I mean he was the owner, the coach. Uh, you know, I mean granny he was a tight Oh hey, I'm at work, so hang on one second. Be right back. There's a lot of different. Uh, you know what? You know what? Another easy one is returner. You got quarterback and returner. Devin Hester. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck off. Um, man, defense is just gonna be tough. You know, like safety. Do you go with Gary Fensick, Mike Brown? You know. Uh, I'm not even thinking of some of the guys, you know, back in the previous years. So, man, that's that's a tough, that's a tall order there. To, uh, and I think, I think we're just scratching the surface here. And I have to do uh, a grip load more research. I kind of jumped into this. It's fucking 11:30 at night, and I, you know, I'm getting worked up here, baby. Drive, you fucking cocksucker. Get the fuck out of my goddamn way. Hey, it's motherfucking Murphy Minute, son. <clears throat> We're cruising down the motherfucking road. We're doing a buck ten, and people are in my fucking way. You ain't giving her one ten. Stop doing whatever you're doing. Reevaluate your fucking life. <clears throat> I got a fucking sore throat or some shit going on. Probably doesn't help. I smoke two packs of fucking Newports a day, but you know what I mean? fuck off. Don't you judge me. Look down on me, you motherfucker. I got the old fucking Nissan in sport mode, baby. Woo! Fucking cocksucker. I wish everybody else would fucking put their shit in sport and hurry the fuck up. Anyways. Today we'd like to discuss 
I say we like there's it's just me today. We got no Jeffrey. We got nobody. It's just me in the car and a bunch of fucking stuff that's not mine. Anyways, today I'd like to discuss some fucking restaurant etiquette. That's right. Now we're not talking about the chow hall, the motherfucking military. We're talking about restaurant etiquette. You guys don't get that. Little backstory on that inside joke. One of my guys over in Iraq was being a jackass in the chow hall, so I made him fucking write an essay on fucking chow hall etiquette. This motherfucker wrote the longest fucking goddamn. It was fucking chow. I think it was swearing. I think actually, I think that's what it was. Like he was just dropping f bombs, and I'm like, hey man, there's like sergeant majors and generals and shit rolling around here, dude. Calm down. And uh, he wrote an essay, and he must have said chow hall etiquette a thousand times. It was hilarious. <clears throat> I don't think he got the message, but whatever, you know what I mean? It was it was good fun. So uh, I actually think he swore all up and down that damn essay, too. I don't remember what happened to that. Big shout out to Jesse. All right, so, uh, yeah, <clears throat> fuck me. These fucking people, I'm telling you what. Isn't it amazing? Like, if I'm driving and you're in front of me and you're not going as fast as I want you to go, you're a fucking idiot. But if you fly past me, you're a maniac. It's like, dude, just drive the fucking goddamn way I'm driving and fuck, let's get where we got to get going. All right. So, the other day, go to breakfast. Breakfast. This is me and the wife and the kid, the daughter. And uh, we sit down. This is a place I've never been before. It's been there for fucking years, but I've never been there. And uh, we sit down, and I'm like, you know, we know a bunch of people, you know, because it's a small fucking town. And uh, I-, I hear a fucking kid, like, yeah, man, talking and fucking loud, loud, loud in a motherfucker. I am sitting literally across the fucking whole restaurant. And I hear it, and I'm looking, and I'm like, but I mean, I could see every table. It's not that big of a place, but I could see every table. And I'm looking, and I'm like, it's early as a son of a bitch, you know what I mean? This was, you know, probably 6.30. I'm like, who the fuck dragged their kid out to fucking go to breakfast at 6.30 in the fucking... I mean, you know what I mean? If you're going fish or something, but it's the middle of fucking winter. Who the fuck, you know what I mean? It ain't deer hunting. There's no reason to be dragging a kid out at 6.30, and it's a fucking school day, you know? Where's this fucking kid? And I'm looking. I'm like, I don't see any fucking kid. I'm like, what's well, fucked up? I know I heard a kid. Maybe I'm hearing shit. Oh, it's my favorite. When you're driving and the guy in front of you is driving slow as fuck. I always say a guy, it might be a woman. I don't know. I don't give a shit. They're driving fucking slower than I want to be going. And I see the sign that says passing lane, half mile. It's like, yep, we're going into sport mode, baby. Click the button, get ready, flip the nitrous. We're fucking out of here. Then I drive past them. They call me a fucking maniac. I'll roll that window up so you guys can fucking hear me better. Oh, and everybody's just going to fucking stay over in the old fucking right-hand lane. That's right, because they know the rules. If you're fucking driving and you're fucking in the left lane and you're holding up a goddamn fucking... You know what? This isn't a rolling roadblock, motherfucker. Get the fuck, get your fucking ass into the fucking right lane or push the motherfucking gas pedal, son. God damn it. People are, I think if you drive in the left lane 
in the passing lane and you're driving slow, I have I should be authorized and it should be a requirement that I start putting fucking lead in the back of your car until you fucking either get the fuck out of my way or drive just a little bit faster. I'm actually following somebody and the fucking right lane ends and god damn it she's gonna get in front of that fucking car and I'm gonna be stuck behind this fucking goddamn podunk fucking hillbilly fucking god damn it shit all right, well, that gave me some time to talk about restaurant etiquette. All right, we're going to be all over the road. This is going to be a long one because we got like two fucking hours, and I'm fucking, I'm wired. I got fucking two pots of coffee in me and half a chub. Let's fucking make it happen, Captain. So I hear this fucking kid, right? And I'm like, what in the blue fuck? I hear it again. And I'm looking, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I, I, I know where it's coming from. You know what I mean? I got fucking situational awareness. It's coming from that fucking table. It's just fucking a lady. And I'm looking, I'm like, and it can't be a baby because it was like talking, you know, but it was kid talk. It was a kid talking. I'm like, hmm, this is fucking interesting. And I'm like, all right, well, so we order our food, you know what I mean? We get some fucking coffee, you know what I mean? Who the fuck? Nectar of the gods. You got to have some coffee. A cup of joe, if you don't mind. And I'm like, there it is again. And I look over. She's fucking FaceTiming. I, I shouldn't say it's FaceTime. I don't know. It's, we're just going to say it's fucking FaceTiming. You know what? You don't like it. You can fuck right off. You can eat a big fat baby's ass. All right. We're passing this podunk, motherfucker. Sport mode, baby. Listen to that motherfucking ponies just like gallop. Fuck you. I fucking eat my ass, motherfucker. Grab a spoon, eat my ass. I'm going around here. You're fucking driving slow. Fuck, man. There's only so much time on the fucking earth. And you're fucking I'm not going to waste it. Fucking sit behind you. So this fucking lady has her phone, right? And she's talking to her kid. Not, you know what I mean? Hey, that's cool. Maybe she's on a business trip. You know what I mean? And she hit fucking local fucking, uh, you know, Grubhub fucking goddamn breakfast place that, you know. It's, it's been there a minute, you know what I mean? Like, you go in there and you could just, you could still see the smoke stains, you know what I mean? That's how old it is. You can't smoke in restaurants anymore. But I'm pretty sure people were fucking chiefing out in this fucking joint. So, I mean, it's been there a minute. And, you know, so, I mean, it's got great reviews. Everybody loves the place. And, uh, it's fucking loud. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, somebody's going to say something. Nobody said it, God. I looked at, you know what I mean? I looked at the wife and the daughter. I'm like, is she FaceTiming in the middle of the fucking restaurant? Loud. Now, if you're doing that, that's fine. Throw an earbud in. Or, I don't know, turn it down. I don't give a flying fuck what the fuck your kid has to say. I don't like you. I don't like your fucking kid. I don't want to hear what the fuck he's got to say. Unless he says, I want to leave every, his last will and testament is I'm leaving everything to the motherfucking Murfinator, the Murf Diggler, if you will. Then I don't give a shit what he has to fucking say. Fuck him. Fuck you. Turn that shit down. Like I said, remember that fucking whole thing. Welcome back to a motherfucking other Murphy Minute, kid. So, I'm driving to work. Yep, that's me. I do my thing. Look at this motherfucker. So, I was sitting there thinking about all the fucking problems in this fucked up world we live in. And then I was like, you know what? 
America ain't that fucking bad. I mean, motherfuckers hate Trump. I don't give a shit. I don't care if you like him or you don't like him. The motherfucker's done some things. You know what I mean? You drive around and you look, there's help wanted signs everywhere. In the last eight years, there wasn't that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I was thinking about why people are fucking just at each other's throats. You know what I mean? Just fucking hating each other. You know what I mean? And there's, there's that hard fucking line. People, you're either with them or against them or whatever. I tried to break it down to like the lowest level possible. You know what I mean? You always try to handle shit at the lowest level possible. Ain't no reason to get the motherfucking supervisor involved when I fucking knock your fucking chicklets out. You know? We fucking settle this bunch out, go across the street, settle our shit. You know what I mean? A little hand-to-hand conversation. And we go back, punch in, and fucking everything's over. It's the way it should be. The reason that fucking people don't get along is there, there's three types of people in the world. And I really, really, truly believe this. You have wolves who are fucking preying on motherfuckers left, right, and center. Everywhere you go, everywhere you fucking, you know what I mean? You know a fucking guy. Like, you know, just preying on motherfuckers. And the motherfuckers they're preying on are sheep. So you got wolves and you got sheep. Well, there's got to be somebody fucking sticking up for the sheep. You got fucking sheepdog. Wolves, sheepdog, and fucking goddamn sheep. Now, the sheep are afraid of sheepdog. They look like a wolf. They got fangs like a wolf. You know what I mean? They fucking bark like a wolf. You know what I mean? They think they're a wolf. When in fact, they would never hurt the lowliest fucking sheep. You know what I mean? Now, wolves will fuck a sheep up. You know what I mean? They'll fucking rob you blind and fucking rape you in the butthole. It's just the way it is. You know, and they're out there. There's fucking pee-pee touchers and fucking petter asses and fucking just dirt balls everywhere. You know, and the sheepdog, he ain't gonna fucking hurt nobody, but he'll protect the fucking sheep by going after the wolf. You know what I mean? You, you see something fucking wrong, you know, fucking dude slapping his woman or fucking something like that. The fucking sheepdog steps in. Now, everybody looks at that and is like, oh, that's a good dude. Well, that dude's a fucking sheepdog, man. He's protecting the fucking flock. But there's sometimes it gets blurred. You know what I mean? The sheep get all fucking flustered because the sheepdog looks like a fucking wolf. He's got fucking fangs. You know what I mean? He's ready to fucking bite a motherfucker. But he ain't fucking preying on people. You know what I mean? And I, and I say he, you know, there's fucking female sheepdogs, you know, whatever. I just, you know, this is my fucking gender bias and you can fuck right off. I don't give a shit. I say sheepdog, baby. So there's a lot of times where people don't recognize that the sheepdog is fucking sticking up for the sheep, the flock, if you will. And, there, and there's dudes out there that are fucking weaker than shit. Eh, I shouldn't say weak. Let, let me, let me, you know, <clears throat> they just don't have the intestinal fortitude or their fucking brass stones to step up. They don't run towards the fire. They don't fucking, you know, they're, they don't, they see an accident. They're like, oh, they're just rubbernecking. They just don't, they're not going to stop and help. Now nah, I'm not that dude. You know what I mean? I, I remember talking to a person and I was like, man, what if that plane crashed? You know, and they're like, oh, we would call 911. I'm like, you can call fucking 911. I'm fucking driving the fuck over there, and uh, I'm getting up in that motherfucking Humpty Bumpty. 
You know what I mean? If I could save one motherfucker, you know what I mean? A firefight. I'll fucking roll up in there. Don't think I fucking won't. I will. I will roll up in that motherfucker and I will fucking... Got, if I could fucking lay down some fucking covering fire for a motherfucker to get out of a school shooting, oh my God. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want this shit to happen. I don't. I fucking absolutely do not. I don't want it to happen. But if it does... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting up in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? I, I'm fucking, you know, I'll throw some fucking hands. You know, if I got a knife and you got a gun and I think that there's some sheep that might get fucked up, if I don't step up, well, love, peace, and chicken grease. You know what I mean? If, as long as you've accepted, and I think a lot of sheepdogs have accepted their mortality. And it's just not military, you know. It's not just military. But, you know, there's fucking sheepdogs out there that never fucking served. You know, and, and it's all different, you know what I mean? There's all different levels of sheepdog. I, I would consider myself a fucking level 10 fucking dungeon master sheepdog. Like, it doesn't matter what the situation is. I will fucking get up in that motherfucker. And there's a lot of people that say that shit. And then when it comes time to fucking blaze a pound, you know what I mean? There's that cop from that school shooting was like fucking, you know, hiding. Yo, man, what the fuck, dude? They see that there's a lot of people that are acting like sheepdogs and they're not fucking sheepdogs. They're part of the flock. They're fucking sheep. You know, they just, and everybody's going to act, you know what I mean, differently. You know, you don't know how you're going to act until you're in that situation. I say that, but I've been in that situation. You know, I've had rounds fucking thrown at me. You know, I've been in fucking combat, you know, I'm definitely going up in that motherfucking Humpty Bumpty, you know, because I feel like my training and my mindset is, you know, I look for the exits as soon as I walk into a place. I'm thinking, okay, somebody starts coming in, this motherfucker starts shooting. How can I either, one, stop them, eliminate the threat, or get me and my peoples the fuck out of there? So I have a hard time when I go to a basketball game or a mall or large gatherings because I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of fucking sheep here. So I feel it's my duty as a fucking sheepdog protecting the flock to roll up in there packing. Now, you know, depending on where I'm going, you know, depending, you know, high school basketball game perfect example that's a lot of fucking people in there you know 100 200 playoffs maybe a thousand that excuse me there's a lot of fucking people in there and a lot of people I know a lot of people you know that I care about that I would fucking lay down my life for how do I protect them all it puts me in a situation where I'm not comfortable, I'm on guard, you know, and it's just, you know, I don't like it, but at the same time, I know I have to feel like that, and I have to look at the exit, I watch everybody coming in and out, I put myself in an elevated position, so when I start to lay down covering fire, or I start to eliminate the threat, or engage the enemy, if you will, that I have a tactical advantage, I always look for that. Now, a lot of people don't understand that. They're like, oh, dude, what a horrible life to live. You know what I mean? You're always on guard at work, at, you know, play. It doesn't matter, basketball game. 
Yeah, but it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. You know what I'm saying? You should have wrote that shit down. Pause this motherfucker and write that down. I'll say it again. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. That's old school basic training 101, baby. So you look for them tactical situations. When I pull up to a red light in an in an area, it doesn't matter if it's uh, you know, northern Wisconsin or the south side of Chicago or whatever. I leave myself one car room in between me and the next car. Why? Because if some shit goes down and I got to fucking exit the AO, I, I want to be able to fucking move. I want to fucking the freedom of fucking, all right, we're going up on the curb. At the same time, you, you know what I mean? You, you don't share those thoughts with people. You don't tell fucking people like, hey, this is why I'm doing that. I fucking park my car combat style so I can get in the motherfucker and get out if need be. You know what I mean? And, and I keep extra clips in the fucking car. And I get, you know, if, like I said, if, if there's a thousand fucking people in there, I'm bringing an extra clip with me. You don't even know I have it. But understand, you're going to be fucking thankful as shit that I brought that extra clip. Because these kids ain't rolling up into these fucking high schools fucking doing these mass shootings with fucking goddamn little fucking Red Rider fucking BB gun. You know what I mean? They're fucking packing ARs and shit like that. And I don't know how to fuck... Somebody's let you walk, but I'm not going to get on that. That's, you know, I'm not going to blame people. How the fuck do you let somebody walk into a school with an AR? But, like, I, I think it's funny. The one school, the high school I go to, they have a lock on the front door where you have to push the button and they let you in. And it's a glass fucking door. And I was like, hey, is that bulletproof glass? And they're like, no. I'm like, that's kind of fucking worthless, ain't it? It's kind of not really fucking helping anybody. Because all they got to do is shoot through the fucking glass and they're going to come in the fucking building. It's just, you know, like I said, man, there's three different people. And, and the sheep get so fucking pissed off at the sheepdog. And they don't even realize that, dude, they're there to fucking protect you. They're there to fucking save you. I remember a lady at Walmart. I get really nervous when people, I see their gun, when they're open carrying. Well, uh, I don't. I like knowing that. And that keeps people, wolves, on their fucking toes. Keeps them in check. Hey, man, you want to start some shit? We can start some shit. You know what I mean? The good, bad, the ugly, baby. We could throw some fucking lead, son. That's one thing that terrifies me, though, is if I started throwing lead with somebody. I'm a good shot, don't get me wrong, but I'm afraid that they are going to get a shot off and hit somebody behind me, aiming at me. How the fuck do you live with that, knowing that one of the sheep got hurt because... You engage the fucking enemy. It's a fucked up world we live in, man. But, you know, sometimes the sheepdog has to go above and beyond to make sure he fucking, you know, eliminates the threat to fucking, you know, neutralize the enemy. I'm trying to remember. I read that somewhere about the sheepdog and uh, wolf and the sheep. Um, feel free to Google that shit. And I give credit to whoever wrote that, you know what I mean? I just, I, I, it really stuck with me. I, I think I read it in Iraq or whatever. So, all right, man. Love, peace, and chicken. I'm out. Oh, hey, you fucking bears lost, you mother. All right, I'm going to calm down. I'm about to go to work. I don't need to give, start off on a negative note. To be continued about the bears.
to be continued. Love, peace, and chicken grease, man. Keep it real. Don't fake the funk. All right, later.